And we're recording, right, Docs? All right. There's no music. Okay. Do you want to sing the song? No, it's all right. everybody how you doing welcome into the Marine Corps Marathon Expo in the live recording of pace the nation episode 212 I'm your host Chris Farley an exciting episode to get to today a big show to get to today and I've got my co-host to my right it's William E Docs uh, Do Docs is here on stage for our second year here at Marine Corps how exciting is this very exciting very exciting glad to uh, See everybody here at the expo. Everybody excited about the race tomorrow. Uh, it's always my favorite week of the year. Glad to be here. Um, how about for you, Docs? How's the expo? How's the week been for you? Um, well, I, I wanted to uh, relate with everybody, with all the runners. I am not running tomorrow, but okay. so that I could relate with the runners here, I tapered you this week as well. <laughs> okay, good. So you did, yeah. you did a taper week. I did the taper week. So you did almost So no I know run. what everybody's feeling okay, right now. Good. Yeah, feel pretty good. Feel fresh. I'm glad that you uh, want to relate to the people. Mm -hmm. uh, for those who don't know Pace the Nation, we are a uh, weekly podcast here in Washington, D.C. Uh, we, we have guests uh, ranging from, you know, middle of the pack runners to Olympic champions to anybody who's got an inspiring story uh, run, uh, with running. Correct. Uh, you can find us on all platforms. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud. Uh, record in Clarendon, and sometimes we record mo remotely and uh, thrilled sometimes to be here. Sometimes at the Marine Corps Marathon Expo. <laughs> thrilled to be here. Sometimes. At the Marine Corps Marathon Expo. Uh, we've got an exciting list of guests uh, to get to, and let's get right into it. We've got uh, three guests. We've got Dean Carnassus. We've got Michael Clinton, and we've, we've got uh, a special guest who was a runner-up of the American Idol uh, and that's Clark Beckham. So uh, three uh, exciting guests. Uh, a late addition, which I'm just thrilled about, and we'll have Dean come in here and sit down, uh, is Dean Carnassus, the a legendary runner in this, uh, in this sport of marathoning, ultramarathoning. How you doing, Dean? I I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. alive. I'm here, which is great because uh, it took, a, it took uh, a, lot, a lot to get here, actually. Oh, yeah? I'm well, going from uh, Sydney, Australia. Wow. I was down under running 100k last weekend wow and uh i'm still a bit in a different universe right now but it's wow yeah. well everybody knows dean you've got a book tell tell us your book and promote your book for us real quick uh i've actually got four books four books four yep. books so um but the first one is ultra marathon man okay. uh, confessions of an all-night runner yep uh that was probably my best-selling book that that one is in print in 22 languages okay uh, i'd sold the close to a million copies right now and wow. uh, it's being uh, it, I just it's being adapted to a screenplay so it's gonna be a, a, actually a motion picture or a movie Wow yeah that's fantastic well good well we'll, we'll, we'll make sure to promote those books it's our, our Twitter is at pace the nation we'll promote all Dean's four books on uh, on Twitter after this program so Dean Sydney Australia you're here you're here to run the 50k yeah, there's a, an inaugural 50K at yeah. the Marine Corps Marathon. So the first time ever the Marine Corps is having an ultra marathon. Wow. And I had to be part of this, uh, this initial um, race because right. uh, it's a huge, huge accomplishment in that it's now the largest, the first year is the largest ultra marathon in the U.S. 
There yeah. are 1,700 slots that were available. Yep. It sold out in less than an hour. Wow. So that, I think, speaks to the popularity of uh, ultra running. And now, Dean, th th this, this ultra marathon is going to be a little bit different than probably the traditional ones you've run. Have you run one that's going to be, I, I believe it's all on the roads, right? <laughs> I, I've run some crazy races. Yeah. So, I mean, I've run, uh, there's a race called the Badwater Ultra Marathon, okay. which is 135 miles across yep. Death Valley yep. in the middle of summer. So I've done that, and that's entirely on the road. It is on the road. Okay, yep. gotcha. Because yeah. I, I think of ultra marathons, I think of, you know, trail races, JFK, you know, you're going switchbacks, and then you're going into the canal, and it's trail. But this is going to be different than Badwater, obviously, but a marathon with the 50K, have you done an event, since you've done everything, have you done an, a, a, a 50K like this where there's a marathon going on at the same time? Probably yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. So it's a it's a it's a common a somewhat common format with marathons. Okay. So it's we start a half an hour early. The okay. ultra marathon, which we run 4.8 miles yep. to the start of the race, okay. and then we jump in with the actual start of the marathon race. So we run the rest, the 26.2, which totals 40 uh, 31 miles or 50k. Wow. Okay. And I've done that at a couple different marathons. Very cool. All right. So a lot of folks knew Dean when you did. 50 marathons in 50 days. I think that's where I really got to know who you were. Um, tell us some of the other incredible accomplishments. I know the list is long. Just tell me, you know, a highlight some of the your top, favorites. Top two or three or four. Uh, let's see. I've run for 48 hours continuous on a treadmill. Okay. That's uh, pretty sick. <laughs> okay. I've run for uh, six days across the Sahara Desert. Okay. That's pretty ridiculous. Okay. In the sand. In the sand. Yeah. Okay. I've run a, a marathon to the South Pole. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've run on all seven continents of Earth twice. Wow. Uh, I can keep going on if you no, want. No, I've, that, that, I've run going, a, keep uh, going. Two more. Yeah, two yes, more. Well, uh, I've run a 200-mile 12-person relay race. Okay. Uh, like hood to coast, mm -hmm. but I've done it uh, solo. So wow. it's a team of one, Team Dean. I don't have 11 friends left. That was For best. a second there, <laughs> I could relate to you because I've done the 12-person one. Yes, yes. I just thought getting in the bus with a bunch of stinky runners and driving around to your next leg didn't sound very appealing. So I thought, now, I'm, how many teams did you beat when you ran it solo? <laughs> I don't want to belittle yeah, the other teams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but it was I, beat a few, I beat a few of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, I, I'm sure you're running the 50K. Uh, what's your next big goal? Is there any crazy record or crazy event that you're training for or want to do? Yeah, so I, you mentioned that I ran 50 marathons in all of the 50 U.S. states and yep. 50 continuous days, days. So 50 consecutive days and that was a great adventure it combined um, running with travel and meeting people you know seeing all the 50 states trying the different food in the 50 states I'd like to do the same thing but on a global scale so I'd like to run a marathon in every country of the world in a one-year time span that's pretty sick give it up for that let's I mean he hasn't done it yet but I mean just to even think about doing it's pretty amazing well, I'm working with the, the UN and okay. the U.S. Department of State, so getting the passports and the permits to get into every country is the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. I, that makes, makes like a you lot of sense. You don't slip across the border into North Korea and run right. a marathon and get out. You, know, you, you need <laughs> some help with that one. That's, that's true. Um, so, Dean, uh, you, you obviously have uh, one, of the, one of the major reasons you're able to do this is your healthy longevity. Like, how, how do you stay fit and healthy I mean, you look like you're 25 years old. How, how, what's the secret? Well, I haven't slept in a few days. I, I mean, no, that's not the secret. I would say that uh, traveling as much as I do is not the secret. But I think 
the true secret is I, I'm very dedicated to cross training. Yeah. So I do, um, not, I don't just run. I do a lot of other things to support my running that supports uh, the muscles that support running. So I think cross training is essential. I think um, I've got very good biomechanics. Yeah. So my alignment is really good for a runner, and that is something you inherit. Uh, they say the best thing you can do as a long-distance runner is uh, choose your parents well. <laughs> Thanks, Mom and Dad. You, you, yeah. you, did, you did well with that. All right, Dean. Well, I know you got a lot going on. Uh, Docs has got one more question before we let you go, and we're going to get to Michael. This is just about the 12-man the relay that you did by yeah, yourself. He's, he's really did fascinated you, by this. Did you ever pretend when you went to the exchange zones that your teammate was not there and kind of panic and then just keep running? <laughs> A lot of people tried to stop me as I went through the exchange, <laughs> right. saying, "Oh, where's your other teammate?" Yeah, yeah. I, would, I, I just put the the wrist baton on my other on my other on my left hand and just kept hand going. Hand off to yourself. Yeah. All right. I have like 36 more questions, but I think yeah, we have a schedule. Yeah, we well, gotta, the funny thing was on the third leg. Every time, you know, the third leg for all the runners. Every time I got to one of the exchanges on the third leg, people say, "Oh, you're done now. You're done. <laughs> you you finished your final leg." I'm like, "Oh no, I got 18 more to go." <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's the legend, Dean Carnesis. He's going to be running the 50K tomorrow. So if you're out there watching him, running with him, give it up for him. And give and me some food as give well. Me some, give, give me some, some food, food along the way. He hasn't yeah. slept in a week. Help <laughs> him out. Dean Carnassus, do join us on Pace Nation. Thank being you on. so much. Yeah, thanks for having Th me on. Thanks so much. There's Dean Carnassus. Join us on Pace Nation. Quick break, and we'll have uh, Michael Clinton up next. All right, welcome back to the program. We are, again, we are Pace the Nation, a local D.C.-based running podcast. We cover a lot of things, uh, inspiring stories about runners, cover races. We're thrilled to be here today at the Marine Corps Marathon Expo. Uh, next up, we are excited to have author Michael Clinton with us, and his book is Tales from the Trails, Runner Story That Inspire and Transform. Michael, how are you? I'm good. It's great to be here. Thank you, thank you so much Love for, this for, expo for, 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 for taking some time. And yeah. um, I want to talk about your books. You're an author. You've, you've authored eight books. This is your ninth book. Um, tenth, tenth book. Tenth book. I'm yep, sorry. That's tenth right. book. Right, right. Yep. Uh, really right. excited. I want, to get, I want to get my hands on a copy of this. Yep. Um, but you had your dog. We, we talk a lot about dogs we on, do. This, on, on our running, podcast. But also a dog yeah. podcast. So you had yeah. your Vishla up yeah. here. I have a German short hair pointer. Okay. Same sort of family. Right. Your dog was amazingly obedient. Yeah. Well, What's your been, secret? She's had a very busy day. She's okay. been out. She had a run this morning. She's up and walking. So she's up to a 10K. Is she? So if anybody is a runner who's looking for a, a dog, I'm really pushing the Vishla because they are natural runners. Yep. They can run, you know, they'll run 10 miles easily enough. And they have a lot of energy and they're, um, I live in New York City, so yep. she runs in Central Park with me, yeah. She's a beautiful dog. I, I love those, uh, that breed of dog. Uh, the German Short Hair Pointer, I love those two. Plug in for both Vichlis, German Short Hair Pointers, because <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. they are both great companions to, to, uh, to, to run with. All right, so 10 books. And before we get to your, your latest book, um, a couple things that you did beforehand. Uh, publisher of GQ magazine. Yeah, I was youngest a, publisher ever. That's true. That's wow. true. You well, You did your homework. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm currently the publishing director of Hearst, 25 magazines, including Runner's World, mm -hmm. Men's Health, Women's Health. So we're in the wellness space in a big way. Um, and so yeah, I kind of live the life as well. Yep. And obviously, you, you're a runner, and a lot of successful. People. We've got, you know, the, the, the CEO of Sigma running the race tomorrow. We just talked to Dean Carnassus 
Uh, we're going to talk to an American Idol finalist. A lot of these people, successful people, are runners. I mean, yeah. what, what, what's first, the chicken or the egg for you? Well, what first of all, you know, uh, for many runners like myself, running is a great therapy mm -hmm. and a great way to blow off the anxiety of the day. So yep. I'm an evening runner. Mm -hmm. So I kind of go out and just burn off the day. And I think when you run by yourself, especially, you have a lot of me time. Yeah. So you're solving problems. You're thinking through business issues. You know, I come up with a lot of my own ideas for work through that. So um, aside from the obviously health benefits, I think it clears your head and you got to be able to clear your head. I've also had, I'm, a, I'm very proud to say, no offense to any golfers in the room, <laughs> yeah. but I've had a 40-year business career without playing golf. There you go. And, um, That's good. Generally, what I have found is that running with the client is a better way to do business. I, I had the great pleasure years ago of running with Adi Dassler, oh, who wow. is the founder of Adidas. Okay. Um, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. Right. But we would run in Central Park, and we would do a lot of great business together. And so I find that... Um, Having a client run is a great way to do business. I, I totally agree. That is an underutilized uh, office visit with some of my employees. I have running stores, and I, I use that as an office visit or a check-in with my employees. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, you've run in amazing places across all over the world. Right. And I think that's right. a lot of what you cover yeah. in, in, in your book. Yeah. Uh, all continents. Uh, you talk about running in all continents. And I'm sure you've been asked a million times this question. Best place, beautifulest place you've run. So, uh, so I'll, start, I'll start by saying I was at the London Marathon and I was in an expo just like this. Yep. And I was sitting like right where you're sitting. Yep. And I was listening to some guy on the stage who had run seven marathons on seven continents. And I'm like, that sounds like a cool project. Yep. So I decided I would go run the seven marathons on seven continents. There are less than a thousand people in the world who've done it. So it's a great wow. fun club, um, and we ran, uh, I saved that one for last, but I ran in Mongolia for Asia because I didn't want the typical sort of street run, Tokyo, Singapore, I wanted something sort of funky. We ran in Tanzania at Moshi, which is where Kilimanjaro is. I ran the uh, Surfer's Paradise race in Australia, and um, let's see, I ran uh, Toronto, uh, for North America, we ran we ran London for Asia, and we ran uh, for uh, Europe, and we ran Buenos Aires, and which is an amazing run, Buenos Aires city run. And, and you say we? Who is? Uh, actually, I, ran, I did this with my sister. Wow, that's who had awesome. challenged me to run a marathon. I hadn't run one in 30 years, so I wow. ran. I I took a 30-year break. Wow. At the age of 55, I decided to run one more marathon. That was 12 marathons ago. I celebrated my 60th birthday running a marathon in Antarctica. G hey, give like, it up for that. What a crazy, come on. crazy come on. thing. Come Some on, energy come on. That. That is if I awesome. can like celebrate my 60th birthday running an a marathon in Antarctica, anybody can do it. <laughs> We're with uh, Michael Clinton. The book is Tales from the Trails, Runner Stories that Inspire and Transform. Um, so 20 contributors or so yeah. to, this, to this book. Tell yeah. us a little bit more so, about So, you know, the book, the book is uh, more than just about running. Yeah. Obviously, that's the physical benefit, but... The amazing thing that runners do, um, so there's a story about how someone dealt with grief when his father died, he okay. became a marathoner. A uh, story about uh, finding love. Yep. Actually, the writer who wrote it found love at an expo, just like this. Um, you can find you love. Could, at, you hey, can find love. Love you could, connection. You could get married, who yep. knows? Um, there's a story about overcoming addiction, identity crisis, um, dealing with, there was a great story by Kelly McClay who is the first woman in the world to run all six majors and seven marathons, seven continents, seven days. Wow. 
which is a whole thing. Right. If you Google uh, Richard Donovan, seven marathons, seven continents, seven days, you too can do it. I think it costs about $40,000. So I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't have you that kind of money. Yeah, right. But people do it. Right. Um, but Kelly writes in the book when she was in her 20s, she, as she said, I'm a hot mess. Yeah. Mentally, physically, overweight, emotionally. She found out at age 24 that she was going through menopause. Wow. Yeah. And so her sister said, come on, you're going to come running with me. Well, it turns out now that she's the first woman in the world to have these, this feat. And she writes her personal story, which has an extremely interesting ending, which I'm not going to reveal. Because we right. only have about five you, books you, left. So yeah, I'm hoping got, to go back to New York with no books. You've got to get the book, and you yeah. can get it on Amazon or other places. Or That's you can true. get it right here when, when right we're done there. with Michael. And personal and autograph. Just, just a, a couple quick or uh, books couple, couple, couple more quick ones yeah, with, 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 with Michael before we, before we get going. Um, so... You, I assume you're running the marathon tomorrow. I am not running not tomorrow running because okay. I'm on a book tour. So okay, I've been gotcha. crazy. I visited the Berlin Marathon a couple weeks ago, Toronto last weekend, okay. New York next weekend. Gotcha. I'm, trying to, I'm doing a lot of talks and I'm doing a lot of yeah. book signings. So. I, I know what I was going to ask you. Yeah. So I, I, um, I've been really impressed with Runner's World. And I know you're, you're, you're Hearst and, and you're, yeah. you're the publisher. publishing director. I, I feel like there's a, it's taken a different direction. And if you haven't checked out Runner's World recently... It's awesome. Well, thank you for noticing. Yeah. I mean, it thank really you. has we, changed. We, uh, so talk we, a little about that. Well, we bought Runner's World. We, um, we're a big magazine publisher. We publish Oprah's Magazine, yep. which is going to be 20 years old next year, which is amazing. When I think about meeting Oprah 20 years ago, 21 years ago, we publish uh, Esquire. We publish Elle. We publish Good Housekeeping. We publish Town & Country. We wanted to get more in the wellness space. So about a year and a half ago, almost two, we bought Rodale. So they had Runner's World, Bicycling, Men's Health, Women's Health. And, you know, they're fine publishers, but for them to be part of a larger publishing organization like ours, it was kind of jet fuel. Right. So we built out um, the magazine. We enlarged the magazine. The magazine, the print magazine, is all storytelling, mm -hmm. whereas the web has more tips and things that you can yep. get on the web. We just started an amazing project with Women's Health and Runner's World called the Runner's Alliance, Women's Health, excuse me, with Runner's Alliance, which is safety for women runners. 65% of all runners now are women in the right. U.S. Yep. So this is a whole safety initiative for uh, women in a community for women to run in safe conditions. And so we, we just injected a huge amount of uh, resources to build out the brand in lots of different ways. Wow. So thank you awesome. for noticing. Well, I think I owe you some money because I rip off for stories for Pace the Nation every <laughs> single week. So I, 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 somebody get my checkbook because I definitely buy one of his books. Buy, yeah, no, buy, buy, I'll buy his. I will buy. We'll definitely we buy the book. All right. So uh, before, before we get you, get you going out of here, so what's what's next for you, running wise? What's yeah. next for you, yeah. book wise? Is there anything on the so horizon? So I think um, you know now I'm hooked again on running. My my doctor is actually running 50 states, and his awesome. 50th is is Maui. Wow. In Hawaii. So we're all going to Maui in January. Not a bad deal, right? But I was telling earlier that, you know, what's happening now in the running world is there's this, um, this tribal mentality because you now have people running 50 states, 100 cities, seven continents, um, only exotic marathons. I have a friend right. in New Zealand. He only runs exotic marathons, Polar Circle. He did a marathon, which I'm going to do next year after next called the Tensig Everest Marathon. Wow. You hike to the Everest base camp and then you run a marathon down. And you need about three weeks to do that with acclimatizing. But I love city runs like the race tomorrow. 
but I've like pushed out to do all these amazing exotic. So I, I always tell people, go do something exotic. Sure. You know, go do something off the grid a little bit. It's a really nice way to expand your running repertoire. Well, you'll definitely get some ideas from uh, the book, The Tales from the Trails, Running Stories that Inspire and Transform. So check it out. I'm going to definitely get that book. Uh, I'm going to buy one over here from Michael. So Thank you. Michael Clinton, author. He joined it. us on Pace the Nation. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Great stuff. It. Thank you, Michael everybody. Michael Clinton, Thanks. author. He joined us on Pace the Nation. Quick break. We'll be right back with Clark Beckham, finalist of American Idol, next on Pace the Nation. Welcome back to the program. This is Pace the Nation. I've got William E. Docks Hi, on, sta me. on stage with me. Uh, excited to be doing this li live broadcast here at the Marine Corps Marathon Expo. Big day tomorrow. Everybody out here listening is probably running either 10K or 26.2 or 50K. And uh, you know what? Props to you because Docks and I will be spectating. I'll be cheering you on. Yes. Mm -hmm. But yep. our, our next guest is actually running. Um, it's Clark Beckham. Uh, he is an American Idol finalist, the runner-up of Sorry. the which 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 season? Season 15. Season 15. Clark, how are you, man? I'm good. Yourself? Th I'm great. I'm thrilled to talk to you, man. You know what? It was season 14. Season 14. Yeah. Season runner-up season 14. 2015. I mean, it only tricked you. It only changed your life. How can you not remember? Yeah, yeah. Or, or a lot of seasons. All right, so, so uh, I want everybody to kind of gather around. Let's talk to Clark. Um, he's running his first marathon tomorrow, so we're going to talk to him a little bit about that. But um, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Clark, um, before we do that, maybe you can sing a little something from your new, uh, from your new album. I, I, was, I was listening to your music. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan. I, I didn't Thanks, even, man. Uh, yeah, so may, maybe that'll help kind of gather people around when they hear you sing he's going to be singing the national anthem tomorrow so you'll hear him uh sing tomorrow mm -hmm. but maybe you can belt out a couple of i'm, I'm totally putting you on the spot here <laughs> probably not belt out because yeah. i don't want to be too loud yeah. but um you know i didn't write this i wish i did but okay. the first song that comes to mind is a song i grew up listening to and um i've sung a bunch of times it's called ordinary people by okay. john legend do you know that song yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. Um, okay girl i'm in love with you this ain't the honeymoon past the infatuation phase. Oh, right in the thick of love. The times we get sick of love. Seems like we argue every day. And I hang up, you call. We rise and we fall. It feels like just walking away. And as our love advances, we take second chances. Though it's not a fantasy, I still want you to say we're just ordinary people. We don't know which way to go, cause we're ordinary people. Maybe we should take it slow, take it slow. Oh, this time we'll take it slow. Wow, all right. How, how about that to start the Pace the Nation podcast with Clark Beckham? Docs. I wish I wrote, wrote some John Legend songs, too. <laughs> I, I, mean, I can relate to that. That was uh, am amazing. Um, Thanks, man. So, 
well done. I, I totally put him on the spot, so thank uh, you, Clark. All so, good. I mean, are you like, you, you're born with that, right? I mean, you, you practice, obviously, all the time, but yeah. that's like sick talent. Like, that is just an amazing talent that I can't relate to. Thank you. It's definitely both. I mean, I was definitely singing since I was really little. Um, but, of course, um, you know, just working and practicing and singing all the time since I was little has, yep. has gotten me to where I am now, too, vocally. But, you know, it's, I guess, kind of like running, you know. Yep. Some people are just naturally gifted, but if you don't train, you're not, yep. it's not going to matter. Well, uh, now that we've got the audience attention, we're here with Clark Beckham. He's running his first marathon tomorrow. And, you know, I said American Idol probably changed your life. I I'd say running has changed your life. Absolutely. Now, tell me the story from six months ago when you yeah. were a, a fat Clark uh, <laughs> <laughs> driving right. from, from one venue to the next venue yep. doing yep. this tour and, yep. and singing those beautiful songs like you just did. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was on tour um, and I was in Texas and I was, well, the whole tour, I was listening to this audio book called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Yep. And I was listening to it and I got so it's it's funny, he talks against being inspired. He's like, You need to be like obsessed, not inspired, not motivated, but obsessed. Mm -hmm. So I got obsessed. I mean my life really changed listening to that book. And I was thirty pounds heavier than I am right now. It's heavier as heavy as I've ever I've ever been. Um, I mean, that's what the tour will do to you. Like, it you're, you're absolutely going, will. I mean, you're late nights. You're eating fast food. Late night eating after the show. Because right. sound check or load in will be like at 3 o'clock. And then you're basically working from 3 and doing stuff until the show's over at like maybe 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. And so you eat dinner at like midnight. And then what are you going to eat dinner? What are you going to eat when you go to Chicago for the first time? Deep dish pizza. Pizza, of course. What are you going to do when you go to Philadelphia? Philly cheesesteaks. Cheese of course. You know what I'm saying? Right. Every city has one of those, by the way. And if you're not running, then oh, it's going to go toast. the wrong places. Especially because yeah. I was driving myself. So I was in the car in a sitting position for anywhere between 4 to 13 hours a day, every wow. day, for a month or so. And um, just got really out of shape. And I was listening to this. I hadn't done anything physical, really, since high school and college. Um and I was just like, you know what? I, I'm going to run a marathon. People run marathons. So God going to run a marathon. He just inspired you and you heard this. Oh, yeah. Wow. Just hearing his life story and mm -hmm. um, what he overcame. Yep. I mean, because he was like 300 pounds that's right. and he got in shape and he's been ultra marathon or marathon. That's right. Yeah. Just, so. That's right. And I, I was tired of, of just living my life at such a tiny percentage of, of reaching my potential physically. Mm -hmm. And uh, I knew that it would also impact every other part of my life but really it was, I just I really I really love accomplishing things accomplishment yeah. is so it's so uh, it drives you it's, satis it's so satisfying as, yep. as you of course understand and um, it really was drawn to that and it's absolutely changed my life since then so you're driving you're listening to this this podcast from Goggins or, or book on tape from Goggins and you're inspired and you're moved and you say, I'm going to run a marathon, but you actually not just say it, you act on it. So what do you do then? Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to run a marathon. I pull over on the side of the road immediately, and I look up, and I just Google, like, best, best marathons in the United States. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah, and uh, Marine Corps Marathon. People's Marathon. That's right. That's right. Comes up, and I have a degree in history out of Lee University, and so 
and most a lot of it, the focus was American history. So I love uh, this city and I love American history, and it seemed like the perfect one to do. And um, when I got off tour, about two three weeks later, I started my I did my very first run, and it was miserable. It was two like 2.2 miles, 2.3 miles, wow. and it took me about 30 minutes. And I was running as hard as I could, and it was awful. So, all right, well, I'm going to get into that. But you're a big celebrity. You just pull out your credit card, and you sign up for the race just like everybody else does here. Is that how it worked? Uh, or you, yeah. you must have called Mark, and you got, no. you got the hookup. No, no, of course not. Gone. Nice. All right, no. so you sign, up for the, up. you just sign up for the race. You do two miles. It takes you 30 minutes. Uh, you've obviously built up, and we'll talk about where you are now, but... At that moment, when you finish the two miles, you're like, eh, this is a good idea, but maybe it's just $200 that I wasted. Did that cross your mind? It didn't cross my mind, no. I mean, a lot of it, I tell people a lot of the time, like, how do you get started? I said, like, great way to get started is sign up for a race. Yeah. Because then it's, you did spend money, and you're going to do it, especially if you posted about it right. on social media. <laughs> and you got 70,000 followers like him. It's kind of... Right, at, you Clark, at Clark Beckham, post, give him a follow. Posting it on That's social right. media was more final than spending the money. <laughs> exactly. You're right, honestly. And but I was so inspired and so moved. I was, I was very excited to go through yeah. with it. So tell us about your training after that first run. It's gotten better, and you progressed, and you've done 22 miles. Yeah. Yeah, that's my longest run I've done, um, and. I started running. I actually found all my running plans and all of my tips and how to do everything, what to buy through Runner's World. We were just talking about Runner's World. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, Thank I have you, Michael. A, yep. I have a subscription to Runner's World, <laughs> and I get go. it every uh, month. And, but I saw what I did is I, I was told that the smart thing to do would be really, since I'd never really done long-distance running before, and I certainly hadn't done anything physical in years, to go really slow into it. Right and spend a couple months just getting in running shape and then go into your plane about 16 weeks out of the marathon. Yeah. Well, I didn't do that. <laughs> right, right. You so had that amount of time. I went, I went straight to, when I was signing up, it said, you, you say like what you're expected to finish in, and I didn't know anything. Right. <laughs> I didn't know anything. I was like, well, I mean, I feel like, I feel like Nine minutes is nine minutes a mile. That's like a walk, so which is absolutely <laughs> which not is true. Crazy, right? Absolutely not true. But I didn't know, and I was like, I bet I could do like a seven and a half minute mile per. <laughs> like again, not knowing anything, so I signed up. Fast. So I signed up for like three three hours, and they were like, <laughs> you can't do this. Basically, it's like you have to qualify Runners for World this time. Told you that you no no no. Okay. The Marine Corps Marathon. <laughs> when you're signing up, you have to qualify to yeah. get in that time. Right. So I just kept bouncing back and forth. Like, I was like, all right, well, what's the fastest time they'll let me not qualify for? Right. Which I think was 3.45. So, so I was like, you put that I was like all right, I put that in. I was like, all right, if, if that's the time that people don't believe that I can do, then I'm going to try to go for 3.30. <laughs> but I'll sign up for 3.45. So that's my – that's, that's – that's my goal. That's your pie in the sky goal. I, now, I, I believe you can uh, break, break four hours. I, I'd say that would be a good goal for tomorrow. It could for be sure. a little hot, a little rainy. So let's Bring start it on. there. I love uh, it. So your first marathon. Um, tell me about your training. I mean, you're on the road. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you're, you're selling out venues and singing, and, and then yeah. you got late nights. And w when are you running, and how does that all work? What are the mechanics behind that? Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, w what I had to get really good at and what we all as runners what we all have to get good at is um 
really good time management. Yeah. So I had because if I'm going on a long run, it's you know that can be anywhere between two to four hours, sometimes right. five. I mean, my 22 mile, I went super slow, and it took me about four and a half, four forty-five. Wow, that's just good. Just going as slow as I could, you know. Yeah. Um, and so finding the time to do that is difficult, but a lot of times it looks like getting up early. But honestly, for me, most, most of my time is done at night or most of the, the stuff I do is at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so instead of playing video games, I would run instead. Nice. You know what I mean? So actually yep. I have quite a bit of time right. to do it. So it's actually really perfect for me. But yeah, what I did is, I, I mentioned it before but didn't finish. So I took, instead of going slowly into 16 weeks and then doing a plan, I did two marathon plans kind of back to back. So I did the beginners, the beginners first time marathon plan for the first 16 weeks. And then I took, went from there, I did a half marathon in the middle. And then from there I did the expert three hour plan right. from, from there till right now. Yep. So I kind of did two just back to back. I like it. That works. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so has this experience can you compare it at all to your American Idol experience? Um, totally different, I'm bri- sure. Briefly, like it's moments where there are moments in in, you know, in a musical in a music career where you you fly in from you fly into L.A. and you have to do a show, mm-hmm. and then you have to do a, another thing early that morning, and then fly back, and so it's like. Sometimes you'll have like crazy flights and just no sleep and you got to go. Then you got to get in the car and drive for five hours to do that thing and then go here and have an interview on the way back. Right. Like just You got to just do crazy right. stuff like that. That totally relates to running when you're like I, feel like, I feel like my IT bands are about to snap in half or my knees are killing me. And, I'm, and then you're on a new run or a new trail or something and you see this like mile mount everest of a hill and you're just like well i'm just gonna have to do this but everything hurts it's like well i'm just gonna what am i gonna do not do it it's the same thing with a a busy career and music too is like i have these great opportunities are you just not gonna take the flight it's it's you're not gonna you're not gonna go play that thing of course not you gotta do what you gotta do you're not afraid to be uncomfortable which i think is great that's right even you you have to embrace discomfort and actually um, there's a quote that I read when I was reading Born to Run. It, it said, um, he quoted someone else, I think. Mm-hmm. But it was, um, make pain your best friend and you'll yeah. never be alone. <laughs> That's good. And it's, it's, it's similar to that. All right, before we get you out of here, I, I do have to, t- to ask about American Idol. Uh, who were your judges um, in any sort of interactions? Well, who were your judges? Harry Connick Jr., Jennifer Lopez, and Keith Urban. Okay, all right. Um, any notable good, bad? Give us some dirt interactions <laughs> that you had with them. Yeah, right. Um, we, you know what? They keep us pretty separate uh, yeah. because they they're really they're really uh, they really concentrate on being fair. Yeah. And so they don't want the judges to have personal right. favorites or relationships. Yeah. So then it'll skew their their critique. Yeah. So um, we we were kept pretty separate, but. Uh, they're all great people. All yeah. three of them have great reputations among everyone that works close with them, and it was a great time. They're good are, people. Are, are you still in contact with them now? No, no, not really. If if I saw one of them or they saw me, we would yeah. unite and hug and say hi. Oh my sure. gosh, good to see you, and that you know that'd yeah. be about it. 
So, and, and then just last one on American Idol. It, so, you do the final show and you're runner-up. Like, what's that experience like? I mean, are you crazy nervous? Are you more nervous for the Marine Corps Marathon tomorrow because it's so outside of your comfort zone than you were for the, the final? Like, what is that final of American Idol like? That's a great question as far as comparing it to this. Um, you know, I was really nervous. My audition... And in my first couple performances, Hollywood Week, I slowly got less nervous. Mm-hmm. And by the end of Hollywood Week, I wasn't nervous. And I never really got nervous until the finale. I had a brief moment of it. And I just remember um, just praying and then feeling better and going out. <laughs> wow. But because I was so confident in all the preparation and my ability, especially musically, I was able to more have the mentality of like i'm about to crush yep you know instead of like oh my gosh this is a big deal like get really macho cocky in my own head you know just talking to myself and honestly it's that's exactly what i'm doing with this race you know i've i've trained very hard for six months and i've i've gotten good times and gotten better and better and um i've lost 30 pounds and went from like 20 23 percent body fat to eight and Wow. And just in that, just working hard and doing everything right and resting when I need to. And I, I feel really confident and I'm excited to, to do it. Well, your, your confidence is, you're definitely confident. You're making me feel like maybe 3.30, maybe three, maybe the three hours is, 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 is possible tomorrow. No, what, yeah. what, do you, what do you really hope to, let, let's go back to that. The race tomorrow, what do you really hope that you can do? Is it a time goal? Is it just totally a finish? Totally a time goal. It is a time totally goal. Totally a time yep. goal. Um, I, it's because when I, signed, when I went to sign up for a marathon, I was like, I don't want to just sign up for a marathon to complete a marathon. That's amazing, like in itself. But I want to do a time where people don't believe me when I tell them that right. was my time for the first Good. time yeah. from the moment I signed up. So my, my goal is 345, okay. 340. I would really love to get under that. But so, I'd be happy with 345. Or, so a little over eight-minute pace. That's, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. So, yeah. Yep. Well, you've heard all the advice for the first time or start slow, um, you yep. know. But uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm confident you, you look like and it sounds like you can get there. Um, you signed up for Marine Corps because you saw that it was a great marathon, people's marathon. You were inspired to do to, to, to sign up for it. T- tell me about like, you know, what the military, the monuments, yeah. all that stuff is going to mean to you tomorrow out there. There's no I, there's no way that I won't cry at yeah. some point tomorrow. <laughs> like there's no way there's been so much build up to this. Also, my family is very, very steeped in military tradition. It's awesome. I'm actually the first and only male in like ever in my family. That wasn't military? That's not, that hasn't served. Um, my dad was drafted and then in, in Vietnam, uh, but he, he had bad feet, so he could, he'd actually huh. didn't go through. So he, I guess my dad and I both, but he got drafted. So anyway. Yeah. But... Military means a lot to me, and the, the monuments, of course, and all the sacrifice that has been made, and the incredible efforts that men and women of the military have done that have changed the course of the world. That, and as a history you know, major, and that's my degree, like I know, I've studied how specific the world has changed and how our freedoms are what they are because of the sacrifice and the hard work and the brilliance of the United States military. And, wa- and running through and seeing the monuments um, and seeing all the history, uh, 
I'm just, I'm, I just know I'm going to cry at some point. It's just going to happen. <laughs> you're about to make me cry. Well said. I, I agree. Um, awesome, man. Well, that's Clark Beckham. Let's give it up for Clark Beckham. I am amazing stuff. It's at Clark Beckham on Twitter. It's, the website is at Clark Beckham. I'm buying all your stuff, your album, Thanks, all that stuff. Thank man. you. You're, you're, you're fantastic. I was just listening to his album after I met him. I was inspired to listen to your new stuff, Sweet. your cover, all this stuff, man. So uh, Thank you. Ch check him out. Phenomenal. But most of all, for tomorrow, best of luck. I know you're going to kill the national anthem. I'm confident in that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but make sure you start slow and, you know, Bring it home, uh, bring it home fast, like you did in the American Idol. You brought it home strong in, in American Idol. You got it. Awesome, man. There's Clark Beckham. Let's give it up one more time, Clark Beckham. Thank you. He's running the Marine Corps Marathon tomorrow. He joined us on Pace the Nation. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll close out the show right after this. All right, welcome back to the program. Uh, this was uh, awesome. Three guests. I want to thank our, our guests, uh, D. Carnassus, Michael Clinton, and then Clark Beckham. Uh, stellar, star-studded show today, Doc. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. awesome stuff. We're not worthy. No, we're not worthy. Yeah. Um, but thanks. you play it off well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, they're cheering for they, us. Yeah, they loved yeah. the show. <laughs> they did love the show. Yeah. Uh, again, we are Pace the Nation. Uh, it's it's myself, William E. Docks, uh, who's here to my right. Uh, we've got a rotating third co-host, uh, Joanny right. Russo, Julie Cully, Test yeah. Strike has been in the mix. So uh, if you haven't listened to our show, this is recorded today and will be out on Monday. As long as you, Monday-ish. <laughs> I know, Docs. Yeah. I know it's, you got a busy Sunday, um, but uh, big props to the Marine Corps Marathon. Um, got to thank Mark Goldman. Yes, Mark. Yeah. Mark was uh, on our program about a hundred episodes ago to talk about Marine Corps, and yeah. uh, he's he he does all the the logistics of of a lot of things at Marine Corps, but right. logistics of getting us on stage. Here. And on top of all of that, he's getting an executive producer credit yes, for this I episode, know. which he's going to put on his LinkedIn probably, page. Yeah, for sure. His resume, not that he needs a resume, he's not going anywhere. But yeah, we expect to see that on LinkedIn, uh, Mark. So he's adding, he's adding <laughs> it right now. So I uh, want to thank Mark. want to thank the Marine Corps Marathon. It's a great, great event, a it's great awesome. weekend. Yeah. I, I'm so excited for tomorrow. Um, you, you'll be able to find me at the finish line at the Brooks Tent. We'll be selling some jackets, some finishers gear uh, with Pacers running. It's just the, the greatest week of the year, and we're so glad to be a part of it with Marine Corps. Um, Docs, we've got to get you out and running the race. I know. I haven't run this one yet. You tapered I this year. I tapered this year just to kind of get yeah, the feel for right. it. Yeah. I think I could do that again. Uh, yeah, you could do that again. But maybe yeah. do the training taper, then run the race next yeah. year. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk, we'll talk, we'll about, talk about that. that. All right. Well, thank you guys for, for, for listening. And, and thank you uh, again to the Marine Corps Marathon. Thanks to our guests today. Great set of guests, Dean Carnassus, Michael Clinton. And then uh, Clark Beckham. We will tweet out all the particulars of, of how to get in touch with them, how to find their books, how to find their music, all that stuff. All right. For William E. Docs, I'm Chris Farley. This has been Pace the Nation. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Go Nats!
the uh, This is an edit point. Yeah, this is an edit point. Um, 